Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our sermon, our text for today is from Matthew, the second chapter. When they saw the star, the Magi rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And then going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshiped Jesus. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Dear friends of Christ, we enter into this season of epiphany. Uh, the word epiphany means to, to shine or, or to show forth, you know, to reveal. And everybody eventually in life has an epiphany. Uh, it's fun to watch little children have epiphanies as, as their mind grows and as they learn things. It's that light bulb moment that says, aha, I got it. I understand. And so now God comes to you today so that you get that light bulb moment. It came to the Magi because the Magi lived in a land of darkness. And they needed an aha moment as they came looking for the baby of Bethlehem. And when they found him, they found out this is no ordinary baby, but this is the baby of prophecy, the Lord of the universe and the Savior of the world. The baby would change their lives forever, just like this baby's changed our lives. Grace and mercy does that. It takes us out of darkness into the light. And you need to understand how dark the world is right now. I think you can see that, right? You can see how dark it is and how easy it is to lose faith and how easy it is to let the darkness uh, uh, change us instead of having the light change us. And the darkness, it keeps us from worshiping. The darkness keeps us from wanting to come to church on Sunday. The darkness keeps us from wanting to pray. The darkness keeps us from wanting to have a relationship with Jesus. And that darkness surrounds us. Well, we just turned a page on a new year, entered 2022, and as we do, our lives have been changed. And I want you to think about how the Lord, the light of Christ, has changed your life. Now think about that. Think about how your life would be different without Jesus. Consider what your family would look like without Jesus. And if you want a more sobering thought, consider what the world would look like without Jesus. That's pretty terrifying. Without the light shining on us, just the darkness overwhelming the darkness. Of course, as you know, you know Jesus. And the light has shined on you. you. You love Jesus. And like the wise men, you've come to worship him. And, and now you bow before him. And like the wise men, you come and you bring him your gold, your frankincense, and your myrrh. You, and, and you give him your service. But this morning, I want you to think personally about God and how he's brought you out of darkness. And how he shines in your heart. And what it means that he's led you out of the darkness what it means that you live in the light. As we consider our theme for this morning, because I want you not to realize the importance of God's grace and mercy, our theme, the light shining in the darkness. The light shining in the darkness. It truly is amazing, you know, that the Lord moved these wise men from the east. They had to travel all the way across the Arabian desert. That's quite a journey to follow a star and something that they don't even know what they're looking for, a prophecy. Um, 
The book of Acts talks about them. Uh, no, no. They moved, the, uh, our text says, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, during the day of Judea, uh, in, uh, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, the Magi came from the east to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who is born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east, and we've come to worship him. Now, the word for Magi here in our text um, is also found in the book of Acts. And there it's attached to Elymas. Elymas was a sorcerer. And so this word magi has connected to it um, people who dabble in deeds of darkness. People who dabble in, in the occult. It kind of has occultic roots. People who dabble in sorcery. We know that, that these magi... Uh, dabbled in astrology and astronomy and science. They knew all that. Um, Martin Luther compared the Magi to the university professors of his day. In a sermon on this text, he said, These wise men, therefore, were nothing more than the, professor, the, the philosophers who were in Greece, or the priests who lived in Egypt, or what the professors are in our universities today. Have you been to our universities and listened to the professors on our campuses of our state colleges? They don't profess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Well, that's a general statement. The majority of them don't. Not only do they not profess Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they walk in darkness steeped upon darkness. They hate those who believe in Jesus Christ and they mock them and they and then again, these magi walked in the darkness of their unbelief. These magi did not know Jesus. These magi came from a dark land. They did not have salvation. And they came from the east. It was a land known, of, of, uh, a land where, the, where God was not known at all. A very much lack of understanding. And Romans says of such unbelieving hearts, they became futile in their thinking their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. And so it is for our professors in our world today, the people that think they're wise. But such a darkness is not a problem for the Lord. If He wants you to believe in Him, He will find a way to shine in your hearts. The Lord knows how to shine, even in the darkest of hearts. And He knew how to shine in the Magi. So he knows how to touch the souls of those who seem to be untouchable. And we need to remember that in our dark world today. Because there's a lot of people out there who seem so very dark. And we think there's no way the Lord can touch them, that the light can shine there. But the light shined in the Magi heart. The light can shine in their heart. God ultimately found his way into those hearts, just as God's love and salvation has found its way into your heart, the light shines in the darkness, just as the star shone and led them to the baby Jesus. Now, the Magi followed that star, and they traveled all the way from Babylon. Um, they were probably trained in the teachings of Daniel. You remember Daniel, and when he was exiled from Israel, and in the, in the exile, they left Jerusalem, and they had to go all the way across the Arabian Desert, 
into Babylon, and they lived there for 70 years. And while there, Daniel taught the people. And these, hundreds of years later, uh, these magi, these wise men, understood the prophecy of Daniel. They understood the prophecy of the coming Christ. And they were familiar with the ancient scrolls of the Old Testament. And they knew the ancient prophecy of the star given from the book of Numbers. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter, a ruler, shall rise out of Israel. And they also had probably read the prophecy about this Christ child, um, that he would be born, that this child would be great, that this child would uh, rule and have a kingdom, and that his kingdom would never end, and that this child would be called, called Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the names of God, and that he would reign forever and ever. So the, the Magi traveled a long, long way in order to learn more about this prophecy, in order to learn more about this messianic child. They wanted to learn more about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Now, though they were unsaved, though they walked in darkness, in the land of darkness, God had a plan for their soul, just like God has a plan for your soul. When God's light shines, the darkness of unbelief cannot overpower it. And the Christmas star led them. Uh, these led these men of wisdom, these unbelieving men of wisdom to Jerusalem where they bumped into King Herod, also an unbeliever himself. And Herod did not share their joint enthusiasm of finding this Christ child. In fact, Herod saw this baby as a threat uh, to his throne. So he gathered his experts together and said, i got to find out where this kid's at. And of course, his experts didn't take him long to find the words of Micah and found the prophecy that specified that Jesus would be born in the little village town of Bethlehem. So Herod then goes and he instructs the, the uh, wise men to go there. And of course, as soon as they find him, uh, to search for the child and let him know. But we know Herod's heart, his intent was evil. Uh, he wanted the baby dead. He wanted to kill baby Jesus and try. Herod was Satan's instrument. Herod walked in a land of darkness. Satan was controlling him. And while Satan would have his day with Jesus, this would not be his day. This would not be Satan's day. God the Father protected his son from Satan's destructive desires. Now, speaking of Satan, speaking of the land of darkness, he's still alive in our world today. He's still speaking through skeptic professors and teachers in our schools. He's still very much active um, in the self-proclaimed wise men of our present age who still reject the light of Christ and who still reject that Jesus is, is God. Satan has destroyed their hearts. Satan has destroyed their understanding. And they walk in the darkness of their unbelief. And Satan wants to destroy your soul too. He wants you to deny your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He wants you to quit worshiping. Satan wants to darken your heart. He wants to darken your mind, darken your understanding. He wants you to marginalize Jesus. He wants you to minimize Jesus. He wants you to mythologize Jesus. John describes Satan's activity. The light has come into the world. The people love the darkness more than they love the light because their deeds are evil. People love to sin. 
People love to do things their own way. And as God's children, we must never allow the darkness to overpower us. The way of the world overwhelm us. Satan is so good at getting us to marginalize the Bible, marginalize Jesus, to marginalize your faith. The devil wants you to lay aside the miracle of God's grace once you lived in darkness, but you're different now. Ephesians says it this, this way, at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. You know, at one time you were unsaved before you came to the waters of baptism. You came into this world totally lost. God came to you by His grace. It's no small miracle that you believe in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today. That's no small miracle. God has brought the light of salvation to you, and you've had an epiphany. Aha! And it started when you were an infant, for those of you who were baptized as an infant. His light shined in your darkness. Now, that's the way it was for Laverne Shaw. Laverne Shaw was a woman uh, who, for 50 years, consulted her horoscope. Her horoscope was her religion, and it guided her thoughts, her deeds, it guided her week until she met the Lord's Christ. And she heard the Christ child preached. And she heard the message and she believed. And she followed this, this child born in Bethlehem's manger. Because this child born in Bethlehem's manger was no longer nonsense. The cross was no longer foolishness. Instead, now, Jesus was her redeeming light. And she bowed to worship Jesus. Well, a similar epiphany happened to the wise men. They walked in darkness. They didn't know where, who they were or where they were going. We don't know how many there were. Tradition tells us that there were three of them. But they also had their attendants. And apparently all the wise men and their attendants all came to the light. All the whole group understood Jesus. What a joy it must have been them then for them to hear the first, the Hear the first words of the prophecy of Isaiah. Darkness will cover the earth. A deep darkness will cover the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and His glory will appear upon you. They followed the star. They followed the light. They found the child. They looked in the face of God. And you've had an epiphany too. The Lord has shined on you. You're led by God's word. You believe in the ancient, prof- pro- in the ancient prophecies. You believe in the promises. You live in the joy and salvation. And of course, Jesus has many, many more great epiphanies in store for you. Aha moments. As he's continually opening up your eyes to the Lord anew in the deepest darkness of your despair. Aha, the Lord's still with me. Aha, he never leaves me. He never forsakes me. And the Lord knows how to bring joy into your life, just as he brought joy into the Magi. And so, listen, when when you are mentally and physically and spiritually despairing, when mentally and physically and spiritually you feel like you're walking in darkness, you need to remember that the Christ is shining, that God comes to you with an epiphany. Aha. Now, he's not going to come to you the way he came to the wise men, 
A star is not going to suddenly appear and lead you to the baby Jesus. But he does come to you with a miracle. He comes to you with a miracle of his word, the power of his word, the miracle of his presence, and your eyes are opened. You see, and you know, and you understand. You have the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit uses his Bible. That Bible's important. That Bible's important. It's the way, it's the truth, it's the life. So despite the darkness that may surround your life, despite the darkness that may even envelop it, and despite the darkness that surrounds us every day, Christ shines. The light shines in the darkness. Listen to the words of Peter. And we have the word of the prophets made more certain. We will do well to pay attention to it as a light shining in a dark place until that day dawns when Jesus, the morning star, arises in your hearts. You see, every day we join the wise men. Every day we bow. And every day we're privileged. We're privileged to come worship Him. We're privileged to serve Him. We're privileged to open our ears to hear about His his Word. We're privileged to give Him our gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We're privileged. And we give Him our love. Why? Because the epiphany has shown in our hearts. Listen to the words of 1 Peter. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You are a people belonging to God. You were chosen. You were chosen to tell the excellent qualities of God who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. So today's your epiphany. Celebrate. Jesus rises in your heart so that you might worship Him. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting.